Welcome to Shanghai John, a raw and lively regular debate about China tech, advertising, creativity, platforms, and the intersection of it all. Join us each session for timely and relevant discussions on all things China marketing. We'll also be joined by an entire spectrum of China experts, and you can learn more about Shanghai John at our website, johnstation.com. Coming to you directly from the city of Shanghai. I'm Bryce Whitwell, and I'm Ali Kazmi. We'd like to thank all of you for your continued support, Ali. We're now in season two, and we just keep rolling on. And how can you support the show? Is by sharing it with your friends, or going on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Xiaoyuzhou, or any other platform, and giving us a five-star review. On the show today, Ali, we have JJ Wang, who's a strategic business leader at ad agency VML YNR. She's also the author of a recently published white paper called "Doing Occasion Marketing: A Playbook for Beverages," and it was published in collaboration with Doing in China. And as we know, Doing is the sister of media platform TikTok. So、uh, JJ has been in the business for about ten years. She believes in building brand culture even in digital times, which is an interesting question to ask, and plays a pivotal role in customized, integrated marketing solutions for brands. She loves to develop practical methodologies to help brands navigate China's evolving and sometimes very complex communication dynamics. And for those Meyer Briggs fans out there, JJ is an ESFJ. What are you, Ali? I'm an INTJ. You're an INTJ. Are you serious? You're an introvert. That's correct. I mean, I think it's surprising to most people. I've done the test a number of times, and I've evolved from an E to an I over the last, I guess, ten years. You know, I took it once in college in my second year, and I remained the same four letters E N T P. It hasn't changed at all. So good to be consistent. But you've changed into an introvert. Probably have, I had something to do with that. So I apologize for that. More importantly, JJ is an E S F J. And she's also a big fan of a Shibu Inu, which I have no idea what that is. JJ, welcome to Shanghai John, and tell our listeners what a Shibu Inu is. Hi, Bryce and Ali. Thanks for having me today. And the Shibu—I don't even know how to pronounce the name in English. I just call my dog Chai Quan because that's her Chinese breed.、Uh, I mean the the. Breed in Chinese, and、uh, it's originally from Japan. I think the breed、um, nowadays I just call her Chai's. It's <laughs> just the easiest and laziest way of the translation pronunciation. And correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't Shibu Inu supposed to have high IQs? I, I never could. <laughs> I always got dogs with low IQs, so I never, I never knew what a high IQ dog can they conjugate verbs and do mathematics. I don't know what that means, but I think I think it's、um, very much like how we are、um, serving a client, just、uh, expectation management. I think I, when I got my dog, I was told the dog has the lowest IQ, like. Top three from top down, and、uh, I just expected her to be not that smart. But every day I have surprises, so <laughs> I think it's good expectation management. It's exactly like our clients.、Uh, it's a good analogy. So JJ, for our international audience, not、uh, everyone is、uh, a marketer or an advertiser. You know, you're senior leader of a company that's gone through a lot of transition, but. We're talking today about occasion marketing. That's the paper that you co-authored with Douyin, and maybe you could talk about the difference between occasion marketing 
and mass marketing. What's the difference? In short,、uh, occasion marketing、uh, holds more brand culture or people culture、um, in marketing itself. Because nowadays we're more and more maximizing efficiency. We're more maximizing the ways to make money or convert consumers. But the occasion marketing for me is more. Compatible with people's daily lives, more stories, more context. Every day they're、uh, meeting friends, they're trying out new things, and they're facing serious decisions in their different life stages. I think occasion marketing has more things to do with that. That's how we started the idea. So versus mass marketing, I think mass marketing might be more of a Topic of money, budget to buy riches, to buy attentions, or to buy some purchase、uh, considerations. But for me, occasion marketing, when you're paying budget for it, you are building your asset in digital ages, and you can co-create something that brand can sustain for a long time. So, what enables occasion marketing to exist in the digital world? How does that work as opposed from a mass marketing ad? How are we able to do this now? When you weren't able to do it before, I think the one thing we're trying out differently or new is to learn content more, because with machines and、uh, AIs, we can learn content. Tell the differences. I, I'll have an example, like two short videos. You can tell the differences of the content: one with a cat, one with a dog, and one with a happy girl, one with an angry couple, <laughs> something like that. But the machines always have the limit to tell what's really happening and what's the touching point for a consumer、um, to to get impressed. By a product, by a brand, and really want to buy it someday or or immediately. Occasion marketing, to to my knowledge, is similar to what we call like customer journey mapping, where you'd see an ad on television, and it was a, an emotional based ad that's primary purpose was to create a memory that was going to stick in your head, and then you went to the store and you were thirsty. You remember that Budweiser. Ad on TV, and then you were at the you're at the Seven Eleven, and you're looking at the coolers, thinking about I want a beer, and you recall that ad. Now, when you open up the fridge, there is a shelf talker that tells you about a certain promotion or an、uh, opportunity to to trade up to a, a product and give you, or maybe it's a price discount, whatever, and that enables you to consider buying、uh, that product, and then you pick it up. Is that Essentially, what you're doing, or how does it exist within the TikTok space? I think we started this with the vision that a brand or every brand can own more digital asset for itself, and occasion is definitely a valuable asset for it. I'm I'm taking a, another brand for example, Gatorade. Gatorade, it can do any kind of sports、uh, targeting. Like basketball, or football, or or ping pong in Chinese, or or running and、uh, glamping or things like that. But if you look into what Gatorade is doing or or trying to optimize, is doing more and more basketball. The basketball court can it, it's a special occasion that it choose and operate and grow、um, the stories in it. So when We are talking about Gatorade. We don't think of、uh, okay. I see Gatorade's banners somewhere in the sports court. Instead, we see that oh, Gatorade is a girl who can carry the beverage to the boy she has a crush on, 
and、uh, ne- next to the basketball court. So that's how you grow a occasion from just、uh, playing、um, targeting or or, or tag into more、um, emotional stuff. Because back in the old days, they said that occasion-based marketing, at least for beverages, was based upon the 4:30 p.m. moment, and that is when Chinese students come home. And they have 30 minutes of free time. Between, that's all they get. 30 minutes from 4:30 to 5 o'clock, and at that moment, you created activities which would, in effect,、uh, create the the need for them to think, or at least to, to consider purchasing a particular beverage, because that was when you could reach out to them. Is it similar to what you're describing on on the in the scenario of the basketball court with Gatorade? Yeah, it's definitely similar. I think it had this very similar starting point, but、uh, I think there was a number very interesting. We were starting the playbook in China. The beverage products are growing uh, dramatically. Uh, I think nowadays, even with the、uh, COVID nineteen and even with the economy、um, slowing down,、uh, growth and、uh, the beverage products are expected to grow. Twice as fast among all consumer goods, so you can imagine it's not a a four thirty beverage. It happens around the clock every day, and people drink soda water together with tea water, together with some coffee water. Not not just、um, coffee drinks, sorry, not the coffee you buy at Starbucks, but the coffee flavored soda or coffee flavored tea, things like that. Is is crazy that how people、uh, purchase this fast. In everywhere, could you kind of elaborate about how occasion marketing works on TikTok or Douyin? How, how does it actually work? Is it about data that's used to target? It knows exactly what what I'm doing. How does it actually create occasions in a social media platform? There are three plain steps. The first first thing is、uh, pick. And the second one is plan. The last one is lock. You can take it as a pick your category segmentation or or division, and plan how you want to target or how you want to choose your nearest or your idealist、um, occasion. And the last thing is how you want to lock it down. You want to make it、uh, make the occasion relevant to the content as your brand. Um, asset, and you want to continually leverage it to get closer to your consumer. So the pick thing, we、um, actually have all beverages on TikTok into nine segments, and so the nine segments you can place what what whichever your beverage is to it. So like soda water or or coffee flavor water, or some Gatorade like energy drinks like that. So the second thing is we started with、uh, massive data. We start with social listening data to see what kind of context people are using it. So there are three kinds. The first thing is daily occasion. Daily occasion is like out of home, in home, seasonal.、Uh, like now in China is Spring Festival, Chinese New Year. So we have all kinds of uh, gathering uh, occasions here. And、uh, the second one is interest occasion. Uh, such as outdoor sports like that, and then the last one is with meal, because with meal is definitely for beverage a、uh, very important battlefield which、uh, with each other. You want to battle for morning because there are many many competitors there. You want to battlefield for noon or after、uh, lunch 
or afternoon tea, like 4:30, you're just mentioned, and maybe late night、uh, at home on the road. So all kinds of these occasions, we are placing it more precisely to your、uh, category segment. And how many content posts would you need to create for a brand, given the amount of occasions that are you're talking about? It seemed that you might have to create hundreds of different video posts, and you 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 use tagging or, or other means to connect with consumer data, and you're able to send that through their video stream at the right time, at the right place, at the right moment. But it must seem like there must be hundreds, maybe thousands of different types of videos, is, or is that not the case? Yeah, it's definitely the case. Is the, the volume or the quantity of the short videos are de- definitely matters because actually that's a、um, how TikTok are encouraging or demanding brands、uh, to try out on the platform. I'll give you an example, Bryce. During One small campaign for one of our clients, beverage clients.、Uh, the small by small campaign, I mean like one week to two weeks the duration.、Um, we actually collaborated with four hundred influencers to create eight hundred short videos, and the short videos are all about how and why they're purchasing it and、uh, where they. Which store or which CVS they went into for the beverage? Wow, that's really that's incredible. I mean, we talked a lot about beverages, but could this? I don't know. What do you think, Ali? Could this extend to other categories besides beverages, or is it really more reflective of something that's fast moving that needs a quick, immediate responses? I like JJ answer. I I, I think occasions and occasion marketing has opportunity for any category really. Um, but what do you think, JJ? Do you think there's opportunity in in using occasions for skincare, for cars, for other categories? I would say we it not only compatible compatible with other categories. Actually, we started it with the mindset of、um, uh, cross industries, cross category brands, because it's more like a methodology versus、um, a, a bible only for beverage. The only difference that I was talking about there. Are, Three main occasions for、uh, beverages are with meal, daily occasion, interest occasion. But these three categories' conclusion、um, were based on data. So we have to learn the data for like skincare or cars,、uh, automobile cars, and、uh, maybe some three D、uh, uh, digital devices, something something like that. It has to be different because for beverage there is with meal. For others, there might be not.、Uh, but it's the same methodology. Yeah, because I can imagine within the skincare category, for example, you have different skincare products, beauty products, cosmetic products that you would use for different times of the day, for different events,、um, whether going to work or、um, going to. Uh, dinner or、uh, going to a celebration. Obviously, the types of products that you would use and the and the you know the ritual、uh, that you would take on、uh, would obviously be very different.、Uh, I can imagine also the same for fashion and apparel, right? That、um, you know, reminding someone of the type of you know、uh, on the type of look、um, that's most、uh, suited for、uh, a certain occasion. Um, whether it's going to a park or going to a picnic or going on a date, 
that uh, trifecta brand apparel and uh, and look uh, will, will will be very different. Yeah, actually, Ali, since you're talking about uh, skincare, I do have a, a draft occasion methodology for skincare. It's very very easy to understand. In front of a mirror and away from the mirror. So in front of mirror is more rele- uh, related to self confidence, self recognition, things like that. And away from the mirror is more like social pressure or social context. The things you just said. One of the things, JJ, we always get people on the podcast talking about whether or not this is actually really effective, and that aspects of occasion marketing putting. The context of a brand into people's lives is more effective than just paying a lot of money to an influencer to just sell your product online uh, during some kind of sales event, uh, which a lot of brands say, well, you know what? It's more effective. The other type of contextual, emotional-based type of communications is less effective, and we're going with influencers who are just going to sell our product. What would you say to uh, a, a marketer that would would say something like that? Um, I would say something a little bit impolite. <laughs> uh, I think brands shall not shall not pay for influencers to grow itself, and I think brands shall not pay for uh, the platform to build more and more sticky connection with the with the audience with the application audience. I think brands have to pay for the asset it will own for a long, long, long time to have the deep relationship with this um, consumer. So content, or I say occasional content or occasion-supported content are something brand can leverage like uh, offline, online, on TikTok, on Facebook, on uh, uh, Weibo in China or the Redbook in China. Um, you can have it anywhere and you can grow the the asset matrix on social media landscape or the social commerce landscape. And you mentioned other platforms. Do you see this as being different, let's say, on Xiaohongshu Red uh, in the context of how people engage the platform than, than TikTok or Douyin? People always say that Douyin is more of an entertainment uh, vehicle, whereas consumers on Red or Xiaohongshu are more about information seekers. Does the same model apply or do you have to change it? For each and every platform, uh, I think the short answer is that it has to change from platform to platform because they have different um, algorithm and uh, the content ecosystem. But it's really changing very fast. I remember, like five years ago or seven years ago, I used WeChat as search engine to find reports to find interesting. Uh, very consolidated and very new and very dynamic information you can uh, get from WeChat. That's a new search uh, channel. And nowadays, actually, the red, the Xiaohongshu, uh, are becoming uh, a very easy tool to search. If you want to search what kind of major I want to study in the in my in my um, uh, college. I, I want to search how I'm going to shape my personal style or how I want to buy a car to suit my lifestyle. You can always find something very interesting on Red. 
um, and even Bilibili. But talking about TikTok, I think the the keyword, the one keyword for TikTok is is um, interest, um, interest commerce. So they are building how all kinds of people's uh, uh, entertained uh, contacts in it, but they drag people's interest and try to see how I want to convert you more. But the methodology remains essentially the same. So even if the the data tools or the data kind of um, or the data so the data analytics tool that you have on Kuaishou or on Douyin or on WeChat are essentially or on Tencent rather or on Alibaba are essentially the same. So hypothetically, you could apply the same methodology on the different platforms. Hypothetically, yes, but different platform has different, very different um, levels of data leveraging. And I think TikTok is definitely very, very advanced. Um, and uh, Red or Bilibili or Weibo or WeChat, they have very different ways to uh, collect and, uh, and, uh, and offer the data for brand use. For example, the WeChat I was talking about, I was very, very excited about the platform to go from private domain or private traffic into public traffic or public domain because it has its own um, dynamic video channel, short video channel. But it's very, very different to get uh, useful data from there for our brands. So definitely from hypothetically ideal um, to practical. We have to use something that brand can really study and really leverage. So, JJ, recently we mentioned at the onset of the program that you've done this white paper with with Douyin about occasion marketing. Was there a couple insights that stuck out for you in the white paper that from that came from the research that you could share with our audience today? Actually, just like um, Ali and I was presenting the playbook. Um, preview on on RI Festival. We're talking about how the powder beverage. Are you guys familiar with the powder beverage? The two brands that come to mind when we talk about powdered beverages are going to be one is going to be Tang, for example, right? So it's a it's a you know it's a, it's a powder that you add water to and then you mix and you get you know you, it transforms into a beverage. If you're a resistance weightlifter a lot of times you have these powdered protein additives that you you know, that you mix with water and right we were referring to powder beverages through our data analysis we found that more people are uh, consuming it during out of home on the road out of home and another thing is uh, acgn it's artsyuan animation comics game and uh, and the audience of acgn are a uh, big fans of um, powder drinks. <laughs> and we're, yeah, we, we find some senses in it, like uh, uh, out of home, out of home, because we think about it, like bring a bottle of water or bring a bottle of soda might be more convenient, but maybe on the uh, long way you're on the road, you brought small and small packages of the powder drinks, which is made very, very convenient nowadays in China. Uh, and that might be a like better option for them. What's the connection between ACGN, people that like animation and games, and powder beverages? Because it's gaming, and because gamers consume um, potions as part, you know, as part of that 
that you know in-game experience to recover their health. I wouldn't be surprised if there, you know, if health recovery in game and out of game, um, you know, is associated with uh, beverages that offer you yangsheng, right? That offer you that yangsheng benefit. So instead of powering yourself up with, um, you know, with a traditional sugar-based sparkling beverage, you choose. Something that's healthier, that is, um, you know, that is uh, maybe fruit or vegetable, or in this case, seed-based, so that you can, you know, you can recover yourself much better and continue to play your game. Where are people actually buying the product? Uh, where, where's the occasion occur? Where's the actual sales occurring? Because, uh, from my perspective, people still uh, see beverages as an impulsive product. And it satisfies an immediate need. They're not necessarily going to wait a day or maybe even six hours for it to arrive via e-commerce. They want it right away. So, how does that impact in a, let's say, in a TikTok doing environment where you're you're incorporating this occasion-based marketing methodology? First of all, I would say that. Uh, many young people are buying beverages on e-commerce, but that's another very interesting uh, point that I want to uh, uh, mention. Is that do you know young people call um, beverages if they're really good, uh, good to drink and really taste good? They call it 口粮水. 口粮 means grain, the meal, the rice, the noodles. Uh, so they call it 口粮水, means they have to have it every day, and it's very very important for their <laughs> daily basic energy. And uh, that's how they purchase beverages on e-commerce platform. They call it 口粮水 to buy it a uh, 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 one they'll, So they'll buy it in bulk. They'll buy a whole carton of of beverages. Yeah, and like the big box, not like uh, the dozen hand puck. So the big box and the maybe two big boxes they share with their dormitory friends and things like that, or in the offices they share with their bosses and their colleagues. So that's one thing. If they buy on e-commerce, they buy really seriously. And the other place, definitely, you you all I, I must say you all very very familiar is CVS, a supermarket CVS, and uh, that's actually not something we're trying to avoid. Uh, instead, we are trying to collaborate or connect more for brands with TikTok channel and uh, CVS. They have more uh, fast lane uh, coupon redeem within WeChat paying system. So it's very uh, new, actually, last year, starting from last year. And another shopping spot in China is um, O2O platform, online to offline. I'm not sure whether you guys are familiar with um, Elema by Alibaba yeah. or Meituan. Sure, no, the, it's the the Uber Eats of China. Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's how young people are buy, buying beverages. On the other hand, so you don't have to wait three days or two days actually in China, two one to two days. But on O2O platform, they buy it and uh, get it in thirty minutes or twenty minutes. You mentioned that. You worked with hundreds of influencers, and they made almost close to a thousand videos. Uh, let's say that I have a brand that doesn't have that kind of budget. 
Uh, I'm assuming that was not cheap. What would be your recommendation for brands to get involved on Douyin or TikTok using occasion marketing? What would be some suggestions that you might have for them? I would say make them budget more focus on their own Douyin account. Make the account each video more relevant or more viral, and、uh, linked with their. Direct、um, online and offline channels, and try it out. And because the only way you can see the result is try which journey link more fast to the business result. Certainly, you do a lot more. You're trying to make your own platform more relevant. But with the quantity of my the videos based upon an occasion-based marketing platform have to increase, would that definitely be a must? Or can I get by with Limited amounts of of content based upon that I can't ne- necessarily create so much because I don't have a lot of budget. When we're doing large quantity of short videos collaborations, we're actually trying out a logic of horse racing, horse racing to see which actually makes more sense. And if I know there are some some kind of um, um, topics that I'm confident with, but I try the best way to present the idea. Things like that, but if you're with limited budget, I would say、uh, you have to zoom out a little bit to see not only just collaborated with influencers, but there are many many ways on Douyin you can try out, such as、uh, the things we mentioned in the playbook: live stream,、um, own content on own account, and、uh, Douyin challenges and、uh, influencers. So there are definitely different things you can plan. Based on our data in the playbook, because we're trying to、uh, list the most relevant or most popular occasion for a category. Just going to add a little bit to what JJ just said. She talked about doing that social listening study. If this was a you know a practical guide for advertisers with、um, not as much money, then doing a little bit of a social listening study, and I don't think it's very complicated. A little bit of brainstorming,、uh, and then just getting some quant around some of the things that are driving interest in a specific category. And then once you have that, then I think being able to identify certain topics or certain types of themes that you can create、uh, content around, then matching them with an influencer. And to your point, JJ, the horse racing—you know—that's really just testing certain themes. Uh, in, uh, by creating content in collaboration with influencers, and and seeing what sticks and and what makes sense is what consumers or audiences click on, you know, end up taking some sort of action against. The methodology is meant to help advertisers zero in on the right set, the right theme, the right content, and the right. Influencer and the right call to action. So, so from that sense, it's it's no different to what you would do on any other type of marketing activity. It's just that it happens within a very very concentrated, you know, within a very concentrated time segment. It's actually the the white paper goes into a lot more detail in terms of how that's done and what the opportunities specific for beverage brands are. But you can always pivot over to other categories and see if there's 
there's there's opportunity for skincare or auto or anything else. The model, the the L O C K, the lock model that you have in there, which we'll share with the listeners, is is really interesting. That helps in terms of developing that roadmap. So we'll definitely share that with our audience. This is a question that we asked Andrew, who was on an earlier show,、uh, but we're going to ask you as well. So you talked about you know how you know you're a solutions led marketing person. Right, and you have, you know, and you have to work within the constraints of what a platform offers you. And we've talked about occasions marketing, and we've talked about data signals and how influential they are. Where do you think creativity sits in all of this? You know, given that it's given that so much of this is high paced, high speed, does creativity have a role? All kinds of data driven or 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 digital driven tactics are happening nowadays, and I think the One answer to it is have a creative person or a strategic person to initiate or to follow up to implement something like this, because if you have a data person or have a, have a, a science based、uh, science background person to follow up this kind of methodology, you always gonna lose insights. And losing insights is the one thing this kind of methodology can can be killed. So I think the role of creativity or the or the strategy is very very important here. That's why I try to learn more because I was、um, coming in this industry from brand brand I my brand V I B I to establish a very good brands. But I find that. If you lose the track of digital methodologies, you can just <laughs> lose the brand to the digital <laughs> platforms. So that's very very sad. So the one thing is that have creativity always on top of it. That actually have very very high、uh, request、uh, for our people, which will be worth it. I, I think if absent of creativity, then there isn't. Emotion, and if there is an emotion, then there is a brand connection. And if there is a brand connection, I mean, like imagine a world where、uh, the marketing team is run by CIOs or CTOs. I, I, <laughs> I'd be a bit worried. I always love a saying that when I was talking with friends, that we say marketers are the defenders of our culture. Because you have to make money for brands, you have to make money for big enterprises. But the the culture of People that they live in daily, every day,、um, have to have someone to defend and to build. So that's actually what advertisers or or marketers are doing or have to do. I guess my question to you is regarding your career. I mean, for young women who are interested in entering the marketing space, would you recommend them to go into advertising? It's generally nowadays. It seems that there's more of a Intrigued to to be going to the brand side, and and not to go to the jafung as they call it, and not join an ad agency. But but you've been sticking with the agency. So、uh, what would you what would you say to young women who are interested in getting into marketing? I would say something very very simple, but I found it very very useful. The ad,、uh, advice from a, a, a friend that follow your heart. <laughs> You have to find out what you believe in, because you can always believe in grow very very good business. Then you need to go to client side. You need to know how to manage and grow a brand in all kinds of、um, aspects. But if you're 
very interested or get very easily excited by something is beautifully told stories or cultures or or the consumer experiences how you want to navigate um, through a consumer journey to to make more exciting results. I think the agency side will be very fun. Ali, are we ready for the A/B test? Let's do it. Um, the A/B tests um, basically is the Ali Bryce test. Um, you might know of A/B A/B in in context of performance marketing and 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 testing creative. We're gonna throw two. We're gonna give you two words or two sentences, and then you just need to pick one of the two, whatever comes first to mind. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start. If you want to explain yourself, feel free as well. Uh, mass or occasions? Occasions. Consumer or brand? Uh, Beijing or Shanghai? Ah, it's like my family talk. Shanghai <laughs> for now. <laughs> Social or commerce? Social. Douyin or Kuaishou? Actually, let me change that. Douyin or Xiaohongshu? Xiaohongshu. Insights or opportunities? Insights. JJ,、uh, thanks for being on the show.、Uh, it's been really awesome. Very informative. I will definitely share a link of the white paper、uh, on the show notes for people to to engage. And、uh, it's really fascinating, and I think that it's some really cutting edge stuff. And I had no idea that you could do occasion based marketing on TikTok. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you. You guys have been lovely. And thank you for joining us on today's episode. Join us in two weeks for another podcast of from Shanghai John. And until then, have a great day. 